Hello, 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 and a very warm wicka welcome to all of our witches, white lighters, and warlocks out there. This is Taylor. And this is Victoria. This is Charmed and Dangerous, a Charmed podcast. This episode's going to be very lax. It's, um, we're calling it our episode zero. It's just going to be us kind of introducing ourselves and how we met and how we came to Charmed and all of that. So first and foremost, my name is Taylor. I have loved Charm for as long as I can remember. I used to record it back when we had cable and I'd watch it every day after school. My grandparents bought me a Charm box set one Christmas and it's like shaped like a book of shadows and it um, has all of the dvds in it and all a couple of the spells it's really awesome and it yeah it just means a lot to me i have loved it ever since i first saw it i find a lot of comfort in re-watching it it's something i do whenever i don't know what else to watch um and victoria i dragged into because um via forced roommate instigation (laughs) we lived together in college um our sophomore year and i made her watch charmed (laughs) and i fell in love with it because even though i was as taylor said forcibly dragged into it you know feet first uh as in dragged into it (laughs) hands meet ankles ankles meet dirt i just love the characters and i've always been a fan of um witches and different mythology and I love the fact that it deals with a lot of American mythology as well as well as English and other European mythologies so I just love it and now we're here to talk about it. Yeah a little backstory on how this podcast got started. I was at work one day and I I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately and I just went hmm wonder if there's a charm podcast and turns out there are a couple of them but i was like nah i'm gonna do my own so i texted victoria in the middle of my work day and i was like hey, you want to do a podcast with me and um and i was the rest like is history. hell yeah <laughs> uh and here we are um and yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun first and foremost um i want to put down there that this is not going to be a clean podcast absolutely um, not we will probably swear, um, probably a lot, and <laughs> if that's not your vibe, that's totally okay. Um, but uh, another thing is we're not going to be a spoiler-free podcast. We won't be spoiling anything from season seven or eight because um, Victoria has not actually seen them yet, so once we get there, that'll actually be a live kind of um, viewing of that and her reactions to that, but... Um, anything season one to season six is kind of fair, it's fair game. game. Yeah. Um, and we're kind of going to be discussing it um, episode by episode. Yeah. And how they connect and 
Um, the show is less for people watching it for the first time and more for people who already love the show wanting to revisit it. However, you know, if you are a first time watcher, we do recommend, you know, watch it with us. Go back through with us and hear and learn different little tidbits and just enjoy the show, you know, as it was be. And if you aren't a fan of Charmed, but you do love two chaotic women coming together to talk shit, then this is also the podcast for you. So This is going to be perfect for you. You just need to kill some time and listen to two people ramble on about something that you don't care about. Perfect. Download away. Yeah, go crazy. But yeah, so we're going to kind of go through episode by episode um and we're going to discuss what happens in the episode more or less briefly but thoroughly and then we're going to go through and talk about our favorite parts and um give it a rating for how we think that the episode was compared to other episodes we've seen um and generally just kind of talk about the vibe we get from each episode and um like I said, there will be spoilers. Nothing super major, though. Um, probably just, like, little things about the character development and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. So, Taylor, what, you know, what character do you most see yourself in from Charmed? Hmm. See, that's kind of hard because I don't know if I see myself in her or if I just like her a lot, but I've always resonated a lot with Piper. Um, she's always been my favorite um, from the time that um, she first came in to the time that this series was ending. I mean, Holly Marie Combs does an amazing job uh, portraying such a complex character. Um, yeah, yeah, I've loved her since I started the show. How about you? I feel like I definitely, like, I love Piper. And I definitely, I see myself in Piper a lot as well. Usually I'm definitely drawn to, like, that older sitch older sister archetype so I thought that I would see myself in Prue a lot and I do I love Prue and I see myself in her a lot but I love that Piper is able to be you know strong but soft she's able to be masculine and feminine she's able to kick ass but at the same time you know be aware of what she wants and what she needs uh, as a woman and I just feel like that is something that we rarely see when people talk about feminist icons. Oh, definitely. Like, I think one of my favorite things about Charmed has always been the fact that it goes through and, you know, there's romance because, I mean, these are three hot, badass women. Like, of course, there's going to be some kind of romantic involvement in the show. But it also focuses a lot on what their lives are as independent women and trying to work their way through life in just different um, day-to-day scenarios. And whether whether they're benign or, you know, a demon attacking, like, they show how these women handle that and how they don't rely on outside forces to kind of... um, save them you know they are the saviors of their story i also really like that they are all real you know they feel like real people i find that a lot of times when we write female characters even as women um we sometimes forget that they are allowed to make mistakes you know real women totally 
real women in the workforce, real women who are stay-at-home moms, um, women who are confused about their gender, women who are newly finding themselves, you know, they all are real and they all deserve to be able to make mistakes and to be able to talk about their feelings in an open and honest way. And I feel like, especially when it came to matters of sexuality and sexual want, especially, I feel like for the 90s, especially, there was something so real and raw and interesting about, you know, these three girls who talked about what they wanted in an open and honest manner, not just expecting their partners to know what they wanted or at the same time expecting their partners to choose what they wanted. And I think that's something that's really big when talking about um, the quote-unquote debate around um, how feminist or not uh, the 1998 Charmed was. And I think what a lot of people fail to realize is this literally came out over 20 years ago and these women were on screen taking charge like kicking ass and just generally showing little girls like me I think that's part of the reason that I resonated with it so much is like I saw these women taking charge and kicking ass and I never really had a lot of men in my life and it was like yeah that's that's what I want to see that's like the representation that I want And a lot of people just don't really um, give it credit for doing what it did in the 90s. Yeah. Um, And I'm not going to say it was perfect because it definitely wasn't. No, absolutely. But, I mean, it made great strides. And Holly Marie Combs and Alyssa Milano and Rose McGowan, they make, they're such like feminist icons in today's society. And I think a lot of that has to do with the presence that they were given from being on Charmed. Well, and it's like, of course, you know, everything that we do, especially in regards to feminism and and modern gender constraints and and that whole discussion, we can always grow and we can always improve and we can always learn new things. But I think that people, especially when it comes to the reboot that shall not be named, uh, well, it's like, I think that, you know, we should we should give anything a chance but I think that there are very valid points that you have to regard it as a new story and you should not nor would the portrayers nor the actresses nor the creators I don't think anyone would expect you to compare it to the original just because it tackles different things because it's in a different age for example like a lot of people if the 90s Charmed came out today would definitely not enjoy uh, the costumes and oh yes you know and and the way that those women were dressed but, but also I I do want to point out that I think I mean anybody can correct me if I'm wrong on this but I'm pretty sure basically from season four on up every episode was at least produced by one of the three main actresses so they weren't really I mean and I might be wrong about this and I mean Holly Marie Combs Alyssa Milano Rose McGowan strike me down where I stand if this is incorrect but they probably weren't doing anything that they didn't want to do I can't see anyone forcing Alyssa Milano to do something that she doesn't want absolutely and I and even in the earlier seasons as well 
I think something that's so cool is even though a lot of their outfits were sexy and were, you could say, influenced by the male gaze, I feel like the way that those actresses wore what they wore and the way that they presented themselves as the characters, you could not say that that wasn't an act of conscious rebellion to me. because Yeah, no, it definitely has a feel of... I am taking what you want me to be and I'm turning it on its head and I'm showing you that I can do it because I want to, not because you want me to. Yeah, I'm not doing this for you, I'm doing this for me. Yeah, and that also had such a huge impact on my body confidence later on, like um, watching this as um, kind of a young adult, watching it and being like, hell yeah, like, um, like, I, I mean... Holly Marie Combs was not fat by any means, but she also wasn't the quote unquote um she wasn't the ideal modern, body yeah. type. Like and she was kicking ass, especially as a mother. Uh later in the other seasons, uh Holly Marie Combs herself was pregnant and she was still kicking ass and looking amazing. She's so gorgeous and that's Absolutely. something that I've always looked up to. Definitely. And I think another thing too is the conversation and i mean we could we could have a separate gender ideals podcast and it would be six hours (laughs) of just me talking but i do think that that's something that was so beautiful and so amazing is the way that makeup was worn the way that clothes were worn the way that shoes were worn the way that any aspect of how the characters look was discussed no one at least not to me even Alyssa Milano at, you know, her absolute sexiest, at her most portrayed sexiest, quote unquote, <laughs> I feel like she was still wearing what the hell she wanted to wear. She was still portraying herself in a way that, you know, honored her own intentions and nothing about Charmed came across to me as this is something that's being done for the male viewer. I agree. And I think that that's something really, really special because, you know, people, I, the, it's like the meme, so-and-so walked so so-and-so could run, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, um, you have to take those first steps in order to really make a lasting change. And yeah. And a, I'm sorry, continue. Even, <laughs> even, with Rose McGowan, I did not, and we've mentioned Rose McGowan and Alyssa Milano and uh, Holly Marie come several times. We also love Shannon Doherty. We, oh, yes. We, we, we do love her. Shannon Doherty. We She's love her. She's amazing. She, she, is, she did a great job. She will always be Prue in our hearts. And <laughs> especially when we get to later episodes, you will hear my full thoughts uh, as, I, as I raged. I, I did not know you know, the extent of what Rose McGowan was doing in the late 90s, early 2000s for standing up for, and the kind of the beginning of the Me Too movement. Like I had no idea. And it's because that wasn't our time. You know, Taylor and I are both, uh, I don't think we're even considered millennials by modern standards. Yeah, no, we're, I mean, if it gives you an idea, uh, we're actually both ever so slightly younger than this show yeah <laughs> so this show was not made for us it was not um 
it was not airing when we were consciously accepting media, but um, it's so crazy that this is something that we could pick up and especially Victoria could pick up in 2018 and still love and enjoy and yes you kind of have to get past the 90s tackiness but I mean that's just a part of the times. Yeah absolutely. And I will say something that I really love is not Charmed but if you like Charmed you might like a show called um, Winona Earp. It is um, very similar in vibe. It's uh, woman-centric Um, It's showing these wonderful women kicking ass in this, like, Old West scenario. And it just, it makes me think that shows like Charm pave the way for amazing things like that. Absolutely. And hopefully we'll continue to pave the way, you know? Like, I think that's something so wonderful about modern television is that you can, you know, go back and see some of those classics and see you know, where we got a lot of our roots because, Oh yeah. I feel like it's also, and we can have this discussion more in depth as our series goes on, but I think it's definitely interesting even now to see, you know, as Halloween's coming up, uh, you see a lot of people kind of protesting and saying, Oh, it's against our good Christian values and et cetera, et cetera. And, and that is something that we won't even get into. But my point is that, witches, warlocks, demons, this kind of um, hellish, kind of more dark uh, content material was not widely accepted or even talked about, you know, until I would say mm, at the earliest, the 1950s, you know, and with the advent of shows like The Addams Family uh, movies like Young Frankenstein, uh, The Wolfman, anything like that, I feel like those were the beginning of a cultural revolution that began to accept more of these dark, in-depth discussions. But Oh, definitely. I think that it's so cool that we can look back and see, you know, this show because, in particular... Not only was Charmed about, you know, rather dark content material, if we're discussing it frankly, but it managed to spin it in a way where these people that were so often regarded as different or dark or uh, unholy were the good guys. And especially to put it in the terms of three women, I just think that that's so incredibly out of so many people's comfort zones. And then put it back 20 years and do it in the 90s, you know, like. For sure. And like a big thing about it, too, is um, they were they were doing all of this stuff and revolutionizing all of this like coming television and they didn't even know it. They were just hanging around, having a good time, you know, but I just like it's so amazing to look back and reabsorb the material and especially entering our own adulthood, be able to take that in as like almost advice, almost like a guiding force in how to handle our real life situations. And I will always love Charmed. And I, like I said, I've seen it countless times before and I'll probably watch it countless more times. I can quote certain episodes, but that's just how enjoyable and rewatchable it is because there's always something new that you can catch. Absolutely. And on that note, 
uh, I would like to discuss um, how fun it is to be able to rewatch a show and that Charmed doesn't go stale, I think is something that's so interesting and so wonderful is you watch it and you rewatch it and you watch it again and yet it still allows for surprise and intrigue and even if you know what's coming, there's still a little bit of that, oh, what's going to happen next? Just because it is wonderfully written. Oh, 100%. And it's long enough that you don't forget what happens, but you kind of forget what happens. And so rewatching it is like a whole new experience all over again. Like I constantly find myself like, oh my God, when does this character come in? Or when does this happen? Um, Especially when I was watching it with you, I'd always kind of be in my bed silently googling being like when does this happen so I could just like know when to watch for your reactions um because it's just something that brings me so much joy and it brings me joy to share and I think that's part of what's being what's so awesome about making this podcast is now we get to share all of that stuff with our listeners and um, we already have kind of a following going on, which is really exciting considering we haven't even started posting yet. Yeah, absolutely. And if but, you if you don't, just as a just as a quick plug, we are on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, Twitter is Charmed underscore Podcast. Instagram is Charmed and Dangerous Pod, and then Facebook is Charmed and Dangerous, a Charmed Podcast. So please feel free to follow us. Uh, dear listeners, because you will get all of our updates from our social media sites. And if you don't want to do any of that, but you want to be in contact with us, we actually do have an email as well. It's charmedanddangerouspod at gmail.com. We'd love to interact with you guys there. Um, But yeah, it's just so great to have this kind of audience and it's already feeling so natural. I know I say um a lot and that will be something that I fix as we go on. But I'm loving this, and I really hope that you guys are going to love this too, because it's kind of giving me a purpose right now, to be honest. It's, <laughs> a, it's something that I get to look forward to, and I get to have fun when I'm editing. And quite honestly, it sounds conceited, but I love listening to Victoria and I talk. <laughs> yeah, it's because we're, we're a shit show, and we're hysterical. <laughs> Yeah, and she's actually living several, several states away from me right now, so this is about as close as I can get to seeing her as often as I can. So it's just, it's a great experience overall, and I'm really excited to invite all of you guys into our little witchy world. Absolutely. Uh, Closing statement, closing thoughts? Anything you'd like to say? I love Charmed. I hope you guys do too, and I really hope that you guys are going to have a blast with this because I'm already having so much fun. Um, Did you have anything that you wanted to say, Victoria? Yeah, I'm just so excited uh, for this podcast as a whole. Uh, As Taylor mentioned, we do live several states away right now, but it's been really wonderful to explore uh, redefining our relationship. Ooh, that sounds gay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're not. Do, 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 do. Let the shipping (laughs) wars begin. Uh, It's been really fun to reconnect uh, and to rediscover why we were so good as friends and so wonderful as roommates. And speaking of friends, special credit needs to be given to our dearest friend Johnny and the artist Shita No No No, who is responsible for our gorgeous cover art on all of our social media yeah and we have such wonderful friends that are helping us through this journey and this impulsive decision that we decided to do and 
we're just we're just so excited about it and I hope that you guys are too absolutely and with that this has been charmed and dangerous a charmed podcast if you our listeners would like a nickname something special that we can refer to you as please make sure to shout us out on social media and use the hashtag charmed and dangerous pod I hope you've enjoyed our time together and I hope you've enjoyed listening we'll see you next week blessed be (laughs) 